today's episode of the Brains Bite Back podcast, we speak with Venkatesh Sundar, founder and CMO of Indusface, a company offering web app security certificates to keep businesses safe. In this episode, you'll learn how Indusface first started, the story behind the name Indusface, and advice so that you can best defend yourself and your business from hackers. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Uh, Venkatesh Sundar Venki, I am the founder of Indusface. I was the founding CTO. Uh, who wrote the first line of code, uh, built the minimum viable product, which gave us the right to win and get the first uh, set of customers. Uh, I was the first pre-sales engineer in the deployment of the first few set of customers. Uh, as we evolved and the product market fit was established, and we had large enterprises, banks, insurance, um, uh, manufacturing, large manufacturing, adopt our product and use it for securing their web, API, and mobile apps. And as we scaled, uh, I was able to uh, 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 get better people than me uh, to solve the scale problem um, and uh, took on a marketing, digital marketing role to build what we have built with our success closer to our home base in Asia and India. Uh, I took on a marketing role to see how do I bring that, take that message out to the international market. Uh, so an accidental marketeer from a technologist. Um, and then that problem, again, the day zero problem of marketing to get international customers was solved. Uh, and we are at a point where we have 100 plus customers in the US. Uh, we have 5,000 plus customers globally, uh, including the freemium versions, 1,500 plus customers uh, using the freemium version in, in US. Uh, but the paying customers, large enterprises, mid market segment in the US is also 100 plus. And building on that, I'm now taking the third day zero problem. Uh, to build on the enterprise U.S. business uh, as a president of Americas uh, to now in the process of moving from here to the U.S. Uh, right now, I travel there quite a bit. Uh, but yeah, uh, replicate our enterprise success here, build on our mid-market success that we acquired digitally from internationally, and now focusing on the U.S. market uh, to build the pre-sales, sales, uh, business development, customer success uh, in the U.S. enterprise market. So that's me. Uh, long answer. Uh, I can keep talking about this, but yeah, we have we have, we have established product market fit at every stage, proven mm -hmm. the product at every market, and then building on scale on top of it. And in a nutshell, I think I would define myself as solving the day zero problem. I mean, startup mm -hmm. by definition is day zero, but you break it down into many day zero problems as we scale up. And then once the day zero problem is solved, I've tried to find somebody better than me to scale it up. And then I tried to mm -hmm. move on to do something else. Fantastic. Well, congratulations on all this growth you've seen. And yeah. I was really curious about how the, the company started and you gave quite a good uh, summary there. But I'd like mm -hmm. to know, how did you come up with the name Indusface? Like, what's the story behind that? Yeah, so I think uh, it, it's got, uh, I mean, uh, the story is more related to our roots. Uh, we, I mean, I'm obviously live in India, and I'm, my origin is in India. And India has gone through different transformation uh, uh, at different stages, especially in technology. Um, uh, India ended up becoming the go-to place for services, outsourcing, software development, uh, those kind of stuff. But the product innovation from India was still lacking when we started this. So I think it was more an emotional tie to root. We wanted to be the face of India. And India's roots is in the Indus civilization uh, for a product 
that make in India that goes internationally, right? And in this day and age of global globalization, to have a right product, uh, anybody in the world, anywhere can buy it. Uh, but we want to have the uh, the footprint of the roots and the founders' uh, roots also tied to our team. So Indus civilization represents the ancient civilization, which had phenomenal innovation progress two thousands of years back. We want to do that now in the new age era of information technology in cybersecurity, which is where, which is my domain, uh, and that's about it. So nothing very exciting, but yeah, that's that's probably more an emotional founders' emotion attached to it. Um, I'd, I'd say that's but, very yeah. exciting. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I did not know that. I'm always so curious to know what the story is behind a company's name because I always find it so important. And it, you, you usually find actually there's quite an interesting story. And I like the fact that this is a, a fusion of different words. So that is really yeah. cool. And you mentioned there about cybersecurity. Yeah. Last year, you folks published right. an article to keep your business prepared for hacking season and obviously yeah. as you mentioned in the article 89 percent of organizations reportedly experience holiday ransomwares but as we know these attacks can happen at any time of year so what advice do you have for listeners to best defend their businesses from hackers so i mean ransomware is not an attack ransomware is the outcome of an attack where somebody is held ransom and during holiday seasons uh People are most vulnerable. They are looking for shopping and users are looking for deals. Businesses are trying to come out with new promotions and speed is of more importance to get those promotions and their applications out. And in that process, uh, there might be many vulnerabilities that leaves them open, which is what gives an open playground for hackers. So it happens during holiday season uh, is uh, probably uh, is, is by it's, it's an automatic function of uh, speed, uh, for the businesses to roll out their promotions, exploit the, I will make use of the holiday seasons. And for uh, consumers who are looking for deals, combination of all those things leaves open many vulnerabilities. So my advice to people, uh, uh, especially businesses, because we are in the business of protecting applications for businesses, which, because applications are central to the way they interact with their consumers, employees, partners, and everybody, right? So we protect applications. So we tell that make security an integral part of your software development life cycles and all the way into production uh, so that you at least your application does not become the segue through which your customers, your consumers and their data are at risk. So do not compromise speed, but make security an integral part without compromising speed. Uh, and and that, that cannot be done unless and until you accept that yeah, this is my domain, this is my area of expertise in terms of what we do. It can be a, a CRM application, it can be a D2C uh, e-commerce application, it can be a cab riding platform, whatever it is, right? At the end of it, central to the, any of those businesses interacting with their consumers as an application. And the businesses has to focus on the security of their application because that is the heartbeat of any digitization initiatives. And speed of business is now imperative for anybody to stay relevant. It's not about how big you are, but how fast you adapt to the changing needs of consumers, uh, trends, and everything is how uh, every businesses operate to stay relevant. And with speed comes risk. And the need for speed is even further higher during holiday season, especially for uh, certain types of businesses which have different promotions. And hence, you see a correlation between 
higher amount of attacks and uh, public reports during holiday seasons for ransomware um, because uh, it's not by chance or, or coincidence right it's 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 it, it there is a very strong cause and effect there because of speed people uh, end up having more vulnerabilities that are that can be exploited and the hackers are waiting to exploit those vulnerabilities and during holiday seasons the customers might be even more vulnerable to succumb to ransomware attacks as opposed to even though their ethical call and reasons might be never to succumb to it and not pay a single buck even if it is going to cost me less even it's going to or even it's going to cost me more uh, for the downtime it creates but uh, that ethical reason goes for a toss when they are when their business is shut down uh, and and even further so during holiday seasons so my advice uh, which is the question you asked is uh, to consumers, do not click on any random links or do not click on links that you do not know. Uh, do not share your OTP to unknown people. Uh, uh, make sure that the endpoint that we are which you are interacting is trusted. It is encrypted. Uh, have an eye for detail. That is only through consumer educa education and awareness uh, that can address that. But to businesses, which becomes a segue through which consumers interact with them, they have to make sure that their own application, that their own uh, services that they provide lives up to the trust the consumers and the businesses and other people place on them. And to live up to the trust, they have to make sure they proactively take effect, uh, effort to mitigate those risks. And if you proactively take those efforts and mitigate those risks, it can also deal with uh, when those attacks happen much better. And it also wins consumer confidence. Because most of the breaches, the problem of erosion of consumer confidence is not because of the attack or the downtime itself, but because of the lack of transparencies that businesses have into communicating clearly what is it that happened, what is it they did, they did what is it they are going to do to improve it. Um, those transparency doesn't exist. But if they show that clearly that these are all the things we have in place in spite of this, this happened, but we learn from this and we are improving it. And uh this is the impact and these are all the workarounds then uh, actually those situations turns around to build the trust further so answer to my the, the 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 long answer again is to businesses pay important attention to application security and do not compromise on application security practices uh in the in in favor of speed make it an integral part and do not compromise on speed but make it an integral part of how do i keep the agile development going on with speed as an integral, with security as an integral part of that. I think that's some really solid advice. And what you mentioned there about transparency and being clear, I think that's that's so important. And I also am very curious to know, like, are there other companies operating in this space? And if so, like, how do you differentiate yourself from the competition? Yeah, I think uh, it goes back to the story you asked first question. How did you start in this space? I mean, right from day zero. Uh, and this was like when we went to the, I mean, Again, if you look at the history, the first product that we built in Interspace was basically a risk detection product, a malware detection product. Uh, and uh, once we got a critical mass of customers and some traction from it, uh, it got acquired by uh, uh, Trend Micro, right? And uh, it was an asset purchase. It got acquired by Trend Micro. Uh, and with a little bit of money that we made from that. And uh, we went back to the drawing board and said that we want to start something else. And obviously my domain expertise was on uh, security, uh, application security specifically. 
and it was a crowded market. We were not the only vendors. We were not creating a new category. But in an existing category, how do I create a blue ocean? How do I create a differentiation? Especially when there are many players. And uh, there has to be a compelling enough aha for in terms of value to the customer, even if we are a new startup coming up with a version one product, right? And that differentiation that we identified 10 years back, that even though we are building a software product, even though we are building a tool that is trying to solve a specific problem, in this case, protecting applications and establishing the intent of the traffic and the user that is coming into the transaction, uh, is it good or bad? Other players are doing it, but there is a set of policy that we had to build. But the key differentiator was we just don't throw a tool and walk away. We combine management of it, updates of it, uh, making sure that your applications are protected from new threats, your applications are protected relevant to your current application risks. Like in a holiday season example that you mentioned, that you are rolling out this feature, but there is this vulnerability that exists because of speed and did not go to the proper QA. Do not worry about it. Let that vulnerability exist, but we as a gateway can instantly virtually patch it as a part of the managed services. So it's a tool that we combine with managed services offering as part of my 24 by 7 support license became that one singular aha factor that we provided to the customers and guess what 10 years later since the drawing boards uh, situation when it was just uh, ppt uh, vision mission statement and differentiation and everything the same differentiation holds good today and imitation is the best form of complement some of the biggest players in the competition who are our competitors are actually copying the same capability now. So we have the first mover advantage, we have the critical mass, but the fact that they are copying the same value, value feature differentiation that we have is actually some, some kind of a, a pride for, for me as an individual and also the company because, yeah, we have done something right and we mm -hmm. have to further up our game and innovate further. So management combined with application security. And within application security, if you really lay down the landscape, there is risk detection of the application, which requires specialized skills. There is accurate, surgically accurate risk protection, specific to the risk of your application that requires a specialized skill, which is a web application firewall. And the risk detection typically is security scanning, pen testing. And there is continuous risk monitoring, which is it's not just configure and walk away. There are new threats. Your application itself is changing. It is integrating with third-party components. New APIs are being added. All of these three together under one umbrella with the 24 by 7 support management to you, becoming a single SOAP application security vendor with management who just don't throw a tool and walk away, becomes a most compelling differentiator. And then the delivery of it to the customer and references and everything then helps to sustain it. So in terms of capability, piecing together all the aspects of the application security and providing our expertise on top of the product became our uh, aha differentiation, uh, which was my minimum viable product launch based on which I won it. And it continues mm -hmm. to remain a key differentiation today based on our ability to build on the first mover advantage and uh, process integration and a lot of other things. And now our competition and the industry itself and even analysts are telling that OEM vendors has to up their game in terms of the services component they provide as part of support. It cannot just be incident management. It has to be uh, 
this which which further validates our original vision mission and our differentiation as well mm-hmm. yeah i think what you said there definitely makes sense to me the fact that imitation really is the greatest compliment and i can understand how you have such a competitive offering when you offer all of that and it does sound like you're working a lot on a lot at the moment and i'd love to know like what's next on the horizon for you folks at Indusface. yeah so if you look at um how the application has evolved, right? I mean, there's web 1.0, 2.0, now people are talking about 3.0. Uh, the fundamentals of communications and applications and providing some service doesn't change. But what has changed is like, if you look at internet traffic today, the user to website related conversations is a small, it's certainly a big part, but it, comparatively it's the internet traffic. A bigger part of internet traffic traffic is going to be app-to-app communication more than human-to-app communication, device-to-app communication, app-to-app communication. An example, you go to your website or you go to an app, uh, you go ahead and engage in a transaction, you want to buy something or you want to download a document or upload a document. Then finally, there are other pieces like a payment gateway. That's a third-party component that those application integrates with. And that payment gateway is an API call between the application you're communicating with and some other application that application is communicating it for providing the service to the consumers, right? So the app-to-app communication is going to be such an integral part of the app economy evolution that API security has become a big pain point. API security paradoxically is easier to solve from a technical standpoint. But from an operational standpoint, people are talking about shadow API. People are talking about how do I discover those unknown APIs? How do I make sure I have a surgically accurate policies for my API definition, which really requires a swagger file or some sort of a uh, documentation, which people don't have because you know how developers and documentation work together, right? Uh, so, so those are big challenges. And we try to address those challenges and API security is a big thing. The second big theme, is ransomware then the the power for a hacker to bring down a system is becoming cheaper and cheaper independent of vulnerabilities and risks and waiting for a targeted attack they can just do a blind ddos attack and their application is not sized enough ddos is so becoming more smarter in terms of our ddos and uh, using predictive analytics and uh, behavioral analytics which is something that we have already done and unique in the world the way we solve it and building on that is going to be a key theme so that DDoS and bot attacks, uh, which even script credits can lodge to bring out even the biggest of businesses, is a big pain point. So API security, more predictive, surgically accurate uh, protection around API security, DDoS and bot management, which will continue to remain a pain point, are areas where I see there is a lot more that can be done. And um, uh, with predictive uh, analytics and all this GPT models and everything, I see that there is an opportunity for us, even though on the flip side, there is also a threat of more advanced attacks getting into the hands of script kiddies. On the other side, more sophisticated defenses can be built uh, with predictive analytics and uh, behavioral analytics model and surgically accurate uh, protection for your APIs and applications as possible. So I think API security, uh, more mm-hmm. predictive analytics on DDoS and broad protection is going to be a key trend in the next couple of years. Fantastic. Well, it sounds like uh, we have an, an interesting time ahead of us, to say the least. And yeah. if people want to keep up with the work that you're doing and uh, keep their fingers to the pulse, 
Um, how can they do that, Venki? Uh, do you want to direct them to a website, or can they get out in touch with you directly? Yeah, I mean, they, they can come to our website, industryface.com, www.industryface.com. Uh, they, uh, I mean, they can get in touch with me directly as well, venkatesh.sundar at industryface.com, or uh, our uh, 24 by 7 sales at industryface.com. Uh, but yeah, I, I think uh, not just industries as, as as a purpose and as a mission, uh, we want to preach everybody that make application security an integral part of your software development lifecycle. Mm -hmm. uh, people are talking about shift left, but also make it continuous. Go do don't leave what is right by just going shift left. Right, uh, make it a continuous part of your uh, software stack, even in production. And if mm -hmm. you need help in doing that, uh, we can be a, a security partner. Because if you protect your applications, you protect your business. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Well, we're going to include a link to your website in the show notes uh, of this episode. But otherwise, Venki, those are my questions today. And I just want to say thank you so much for joining me. Fantastic. It was a pleasure, Sam. Thank Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for having me here. No problem. All right. I'm going to stop the recording. Growing a company has many hurdles, from securing funding to expanding your business capabilities to ranking better on search. Each business challenge is uniquely complex. The solution to these challenges is growth-focused digital PR and marketing, and that is where our sponsor, Publicize, comes in. Publicize sets itself apart from traditional PR companies. It does not charge large retainers or churns out press releases whether you've got a newsworthy announcement or not. Publicize builds businesses' online presence and gets high-quality PR and media coverage for startups and entrepreneurs who are priced out of a broken PR industry. What's more, listeners of BrainSpike Back can find the tools and resources they need to overcome common hurdles that many startups face when trying to generate long-term growth by visiting publicize.co slash bbb. That's publicize.co slash bbb. That is it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. I hope you've learned something. And if you have benefited from today's episode, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast as these reviews really help us grow the show. You can also follow us wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. Just search BrainSpike back and you will find us. We hope you join us for more episodes in the future. And until then, take care. Disclosure, this episode contained a client and a Spacio portfolio company.